This is the Family Shift Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage. Well, hi, everyone. My name is Rodney Gage, and this is my wife, Michelle. Hey there. And we are your host of the Family Shift Podcast, a podcast designed to help families stop drifting and to start living with greater intention. And we just want to say what a thrill it is to be a part of this episode with you. And uh, let me also just say, it would really mean a lot to us if you would take the time to actually rate and review and also even share some comments uh, about the podcast, if it's been a blessing or a source of encouragement to you, because that is truly our desire. We just want to give a lot of hope and how-tos to help strengthen your marriage and your family relationships. And then also, make sure to subscribe because uh, this will have the opportunity to go literally right into your inbox and there are show notes and all kinds of resources. So take advantage of that and then share that with your friends and other family members that could certainly benefit from this podcast as well. But we also want to say just how much it uh, means to us to have uh, some wonderful partners through Nona Media. The thing that I appreciate so much about Nona Media is their amazing creativity. In fact, I love their tagline, and their tagline is to bring content to life through storytelling. And I love that because they do a fantastic job with the video production and all of the tools and resources anybody could ever need when it comes to putting out great and excellent content. So we hope you'll take advantage of them there at Nona Media. And so also, as uh, we are getting ready to um, dive into some exciting things, we have a big announcement. Yes, we do. We are so excited. It is the month of September, and our book is coming out. Yep. Uh, The Family Shift book is coming out um, this month, actually September 17th, Mm -hmm. that will be hitting the bookstores, and uh, we'll be going live. And so we're so excited about that. It's the five-step plan to stop drifting and start living with greater intention in I, our family. I actually have the hardback edition yes, in my hand that, that was, was just sent to us from our publisher. And uh, yeah. it seems like we've been talking about this forever because it's been in the works forever. Yes, And so now we are here on the home stretch, just days away from its release on September the 17th. And we're so excited because we literally have poured what, uh, 28 plus years of life and marriage and all the experiences uh, into this resource. And it is our prayer and desire that it will be a tremendous source of help and encouragement uh, to you, to your families. And it's not written just for uh, families that have already begun and are on their way. Um, It's been written for people that are just married and you want to establish a firm foundation for your marriage. We love what we're hearing Mm -hmm. from the comments and feedback we're getting from newlyweds that are so excited about this book. Um, it's for parents of toddlers, young children, parents yep. of teenagers. We got a lot of help in there for parents of teenagers. And even if you're a blended family, there's all kinds yeah. of great help and resources inside this book too to, to help you with the challenges that you might be facing. But we're so excited about it. I know. It's hard to believe. It's here. But we want to also yeah. just say, you know, one of the things about... Um, Um, this book that we are excited about is it really does help families, specifically uh, marriage and family relationships, I think just get in proper alignment. It's that's what we're really kind of talking about when it comes to the shift. Um, There are five specific shifts that uh, we believe are so vitally important for families to make to avoid drifting in their life. And I know that most 
parents, uh, most couples, any marriage relationship certainly doesn't intend to drift. That's the whole thing about drifting. It's subtle. You don't even realize it. Right. But when we do recognize that maybe we're not where we could be or should be, or that's where when we planned to be, or, desired yep. to be when we first got it started. Right. Yeah. So wherever that may have been, whatever yeah. that desire or aspiration may have um, desired to go, if we find ourselves not getting there, then we have to make those necessary shifts. Right. And so we talk about five specific shifts. And so just foundationally, when it comes to mission, vision, values, all of the things that help drive the heart, as well as, I believe, the overall health of a marriage and a family, this is what this book focuses yeah. on. And so we put together a lot of great companion resources that you can find on FamilyShift.com. And um, we have a six-part video series that's a, uh, really just a great tool or resource for couples that want to get together uh, in a small group environment, their discussion questions, their discussion guide. They're all downloads, so you can go to FamilyShift.com. And then in addition to that, there's a little six-part uh, devotional reading that goes with that. Um, there's a 30-day family challenge we're really pumped about. Uh, gratitude cards. Yeah, uh, little, little, just yeah. little things that kind of help just supplement and yet reaffirm um, the love and the support um, for each family member. Right. And these are great tools that we just want to pass along to you. So these are some things that you can tap into there at FamilyShift.com. Well, we don't want this to be a book plug commercial, even though we're excited about it. <laughs> yes, we are. But we're here to bring value to you. And so what we want to do today is we want to dive into um, some content that really is also a part of the book. But one of the things that's really important is to, I think, stop and really begin to evaluate what are the core values that drive your marriage and drive your family? I think for a lot of families, they probably, or even married couples, don't even maybe stop or take the time to really even think about that. Right. It's one of those assumed areas. Right. We're moving so fast in life and in work and family. Yeah. We don't just sit and think about that. But I, we just stop. Right. But yeah. I, th I think a lot of couples really... In fact, I always tell young couples that are even thinking about getting married. Here's what I've learned, and I've literally performed countless weddings through the years. But what I've come to realize is that there's a lot of couples, they spend more time planning their wedding than, than they do planning their marriage. Right, right. And so one of the things that's so important is for couples and parents to sit down and to ask themselves some important questions. In fact, let me put it to you this way. If Michelle and I were to sit with you over a cup of coffee, whether as an individual, maybe you're thinking about getting married, maybe you're single, or maybe even maybe single again. Maybe you've gone through the, the pain of divorce or, you know, you're just coming out of a difficult relationship. Okay, let's say you're single or single again. Let's say you're a young couple, um, maybe thinking about marriage, maybe you just got married. Maybe you're in the process of starting a family as far as having children of your own. Maybe you're a parent of a teenager, okay? So regardless of where you are, what context you're in, here's what Michelle and I would like to do. We would like to ask you a very, very important question. Here it goes. What do you care most about? Another way to ask that question is, what do you as an individual, what do you as a couple what do you, as a family, consider to be most 
important. And the reason why those specific questions are important is because those things that are most important, those things that you care deeply about, are a reflection of your values. And so sometimes we don't really think about it like that, but at the end of the day, our values is what drives or determines a lot of the things that we end up doing in our lives. Michelle was reminded of of this uh, incredible story of uh, a guy by the name of Matthew Emmons in 2004. He was an Olympian who had just won his first gold medal. He was a sharpshooter. And these guys are amazing. And uh, so here he is on his way to win his second gold medal. As a matter of fact, he was so far out in front that all he had to do was literally just hit the target anywhere. It didn't matter. Just If he just hit, hit the target, he was guaranteed another gold medal. So here he is. He, he get, takes his rifle. He takes aim. He takes that deep breath that these guys take. And then all of a sudden, in a very calculated way, he pulls the trigger and bam, he hits, I'm telling you, like the dead aim, the, the dead center of the bullseye. He nails the bullseye of the target. And all of a sudden, the crowd, the audience gasped when the reality hit that not only did he hit the target and not only did he hit the bullseye, the problem was, and the reason why everybody gasped, gasped is because he was aiming at the wrong target. Devastating. Yes, and he was devastated. As a matter of fact, he not only lost the chance of his gold medal, but he went from first place to eighth place just like that. Wow. And I think that's a reflection of where a lot of people are, unfortunately. They are they're in this place of aiming at the wrong things. And I think they don't mean to do that. I really don't think that's their intention. But I just really feel that because of the pressures of our world and society and culture, we are so busy, we're distracted, we're caught up with so many things that occupy our mind, our time, our attention. And so what happens is, without even realizing, realizing it, we're pursuing a lot of things that at the end of the day really don't matter. Right. And so when you think about culture and all the things that our culture seems to value, what is the, our culture value? Well, I'll tell you what our culture values. All you have to do is watch TV, look at the, look at the ads, look at the, you know, the commercials that we're inundated with, just follow social media, just look at all the pop-ups, all the stuff that's buying for our attention. Here's what you see. You see our culture today, what? They value intellect, knowledge. They value power, influence. Yeah, yeah, material things, possessions, wealth. And there's nothing wrong with any of those things in and of themselves. Nothing wrong with any of those things. But unfortunately, those things in and of themselves is not what builds a marriage. Yeah. It's not what builds a home. Right. It's not what strengthens a family. Or brings contentment right. to your life. Because you can have all of those things and yet still feel empty, right. unfulfilled, feeling as though there's something missing in your life. It's kind of like the old saying, people will spend their whole life climbing the ladder to success of whatever so-called success is or whatever in their mind they think it is. Yet only when they arrive at the top of the ladder, they realize their ladder is leaning against the wrong wall. Mm-hmm. And so they've built their whole life you know, or maybe their whole future on the wrong things. It's kind of like the iceberg. You remember the iceberg illustration? Oh, yes. It's a good one. The iceberg illustration is unique because, you know, it basically represents, when you think about an iceberg, this massive structure out there in the ocean. 
only 10% of the top of the iceberg is actually seen to the human eye. 90% of that massive structure is beneath the surface. It's under the water. You don't see the 90%. You only see the 10%, what's above the surface. And I think that's the danger, and that's what's subtle, is that so often we put so much focus on what's above the surface. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's the things that our world seems to kind of put the spotlight on. Our culture seems to magnify as though these are the things that are most important. But yet it's what's below the surface. It's, it's the character. It's the integrity. It's the core values. It's the virtues, the qualities that are beneath the surface that ultimately reflects what's above the surface. And so today we want to define really in this episode how you as a couple, how you, um, even on an individual basis, but even as a family, can ultimately define your own set of core values. So let's define what core values are. And basically, core values can be defined as the guiding principles, the priorities, or the qualities that define who you are and what is most important. In other words, they reflect what we care about the most. Right. And I think there's three things that... um, are three ways that we can define our core values in our family. And the first one is to determine the source of our beliefs. What have we based all of our beliefs upon? Um, Obviously, there's a lot, a great percentage of our beliefs are born from our our home that we grew up in. Mm. Uh, The way that our parents believed have has a strong impact on what we believe, um, and and what we bring into a new marriage. also, our, our culture, as you said, um, has a strong impact on, on what we believe and, and how we believe, what we do. Um, that's another source of our values. Mm-hmm. And then our friendships. Yeah. You know, our, your, your vibe is determined by your tribe, yep. uh, we like to say. Um, our values can very much be swayed by our friendships. That's Absolutely. why our friendships are so important, who we choose to hang out with and, and who we give a lot of our time to and attention to begins to sway what we believe. And it's so very important that we're in alignment with the people that, that we um, have. And then, of course, in, in our life, our faith mm-hmm. um, is, is so important to us and is kind of the core rock foundation of our values. But I think those four things are some of the things that really determine our values, our Absolutely. home that we grew up in, our culture that that is pressing in on us, our friendships, and then our faith. Yeah. And all of those things is really what shapes our beliefs, right. whether you know, right, wrong, pro, con, you know, they all have an influence on us. Right. And so, you know, we just, um, here in Florida, we live in the state of Florida, and uh, we just escaped an amazing storm, a Category 5, on record, I think the most powerful, strongest storm ever recorded there in the Atlantic. Atlantic, Yeah. And uh, and unfortunately had a devastating, a catastrophic impact on the Bahamas. And so many of us, it's still fresh. We saw it, you know, in the news with some of us living here in the state of Florida, especially those south of us, even in the Carolinas, we all felt the impact. But here's the thing about hurricanes, and we know a little bit about them. We've weathered a few here in Florida, 
But, you know, when you think about it, hurricanes, especially when they're of that magnitude or Category 4 or 5 hurricane, they have these destructive, powerful winds. And sometimes when they rip through a place, for example, like the Bahamas or like even in the panhandle of Florida a couple of years ago or last year, you know, it's amazing when you go and you see the impact after the storm has come and gone. Yeah. Sometimes entire homes literally communities, neighborhoods have been obliterated. I mean, just wiped out. And the only thing that you see are the foundations. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so when you think about it, that's the issue. The issue is, is that our world and our culture can promote and magnify and put the spotlight on all these things that are so-called great and, and good and powerful and you know, help reflect the 10% in terms of what the, what the outside people see but it's really the foundation. It's so what's important. below the surface. So important. And yeah. so with that in mind, we have to know and determine what our beliefs are going to be. Mm -hmm. It's like the old saying, if you don't stand for anything, you're going to fall for everything. Right. And so we have to know what is going to be the basis of our beliefs because beliefs determine our behavior and they ultimately drive our decisions. And so when you think about that, um, we just want to be able to build marriages and build lives on a healthy, strong foundation so right. that we can weather the storms of life. Because they will come. Absolutely. Storms in life come. You know, none of us are exempt from the emotional storms of life. Absolutely. And, um, so we've, we've seen it. Absolutely. And, uh, we all have experienced it. So, so we've got to have a firm foundation. Yes. Yeah, so the first thing is to determine the source of our beliefs. So what is yeah. the second thing, Michelle? It is to write down what we care about most and it, the values that are most important to mm. us. You have to write them down, figure it out. What, what are the things that you care about the most? Yeah, and I think sometimes we overlook the importance or even the value of just writing down what's important to us. Right. You know, we often say, oh, well, you know what's important to me. Well, I may not know. Yeah, it takes a little work to sit and figure out and sit and think about what is most important to you and then writing it down. It takes a little time and effort to do that. And I think we're all moving so fast, we don't want to do that. <laughs> but we have to know what those things are if we're going to pursue them, you know, with passion in our life. Right. And they're one of the reasons why it is so important to write them down is because it is the discipline and the mm -hmm. focus that it requires to really think through and process what is most important, what it is that you truly care about the most. Yeah. And the reason why it's important you write that down is because there's something known as the law of diminishing intent. So in other words, you can have good intentions all day long, but the chances are the longer you wait or procrastinate on doing something like this, chances are, and research shows that you'll never get around to doing it. So I would suggest carving out some time, whether by yourself, um, as a couple, husband and wife, maybe as a family, and get your kids involved. Go around the table, maybe over dinner, call a family meeting and say, hey, we're going to put on paper tonight what we care about most as a family. What is it that is most important to us? And then narrow it down. Just have a blue sky meeting. Yeah. No right or wrong answers, but then narrow that list down to maybe a dozen things and then from maybe from a dozen things to a half a dozen things. No more than really what I would consider to be seven core areas that are most important. Once you share our core values um, that are most important to us, 
um, when it comes to the values that we've de- defined as a family? Well, the, the ones that we've defined are seven. I'll just read them to you here. Is honor. We believe without honor, if you don't honor people, you're a goner. <laughs> so oh, yeah. That's something that we've <laughs> taught our kids. Um, excellence. Excellence matters. Mm-hmm. Excellence is found in the details of our life. Purity, yeah. um, leaving, lean, living a pure life. Um, loyalty is so important to be loyal. Loyal to family, loyal to your friends. Mm. Uh, faith, of course, is important to us. Generosity is a spirit in which yeah. we carry um, with our family and integrity that we, we try to live a life of complete integrity. Um, so those are seven of uh, words that we've chosen that that carry a lot of weight in our family yeah and what's most important is not necessarily what you write down but ultimately what is lived out that's right because a lot of uh, (laughs) corporations you know they have their core values written down Mm -hmm. and uh, as as a marriage as a family there's nothing greater than than that it's much more important than a corporation or a business that we have guiding core values that we live by and they can't just be hanging on the up in the hall they've got to be lived out uh, or ha- hung up on the wall, excuse me, <laughs> they've got to be lived out down the hall. That's right. Um, so that's that's where the tricky part comes in. And um, that's why we need to create, number three, a family-driven culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was talking to someone yesterday. Sometimes you feel like in life you're driving down the road of life and you have an alignment problem and, you, you know, the, the car starts to go off of the course that you're planning on going, trying to get down this road of life. And it's like, you're just holding on for dear life sometimes as a parent or in your marriage to hold on to Mm -hmm. the the family driven core values to, to get you to where you want to go. Yep. Well, well, one of the things that, you know, I think sometimes we maybe have a little bit of a hard time understanding is what we mean or when somebody refers to culture. And the reason why culture is so important is because culture is really, I heard someone define it like this, culture is what you create, and it's also what you tolerate. Another way of saying that, culture is either by default or it's by design. So the issue is, in your marriage or in your family relationship, you have a culture. And the culture that you have, the vibe that you have in your marriage or in your family is either something that you have designed intentionally on purpose, you've created that, or it by default has automatically maybe conformed to something and you may not like it, but the reason why it is what it is is because you've allowed it, you've tolerated it. So sometimes culture is made up of the little things, those intangible qualities, but it's the little things or those intangible qualities that really sets somebody apart. It sets a marriage apart. It sets a family apart. It's kind of like when we go to Chick-fil-A, one of our favorite spots. That's right. What's their favorite? What's that? What's that little tagline? What's when, when they, after you place your order? My pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah, Yeah. They're over the top with customer service. Everything's clean and you know, positive, just such amazing (laughs) atmosphere. And it's consistent no matter what Chick-fil-A you go to. And it's always packed out. Yeah. I mean, they're just just amazing at what they do. But (laughs) the issue is, is they have core values. Those core values have helped shape the atmosphere, the culture, Mm -hmm. the vibe that sets them apart. It's like when you go to Disney World, you know, Disney is 
It's a world in and of itself. It's, it's the happiest place on earth. That's right. Nobody gets <laughs> upset at Disney. But at the yeah. end of the day, Disney is known for being unique. It's different. Yeah. Why? Because of the culture they've created. Their employees, yeah, they call them cast members. Right. Even the language, all that they do is what makes them so unique. Yeah. So there's all kinds of brands that we all know and are familiar with in corporate America that have done a phenomenal job, like Apple. They've done great. They've done an amazing job when it comes to defining their values, which ultimately define the culture of their organizations. So if it's important for them, why can't it be important for the most important corporation on the planet? And that is a marriage. It is a family. And so with that in mind, that's the reason why it's so important that we prioritize our values. And so I love what uh, a pastor and and great leadership expert um, says when it comes to defining our values. If everything is important, nothing is important. If you value everything, you don't value anything. That's Craig Crochelle. And, um, you know, that is so spot on because at the end of the day, in our lives, and as couples, and as families, we have to value something. So we just want to end with where we began, and it's the question, what do you care about the most? What is most important to you? Because whatever those things are, those are going to help shape, ultimately define, and determine how you live. And, and once so, you determine them, it, you have to keep going back and revisiting them. Yeah. You know, we've been parenting for 24 years. And no doubt. It, you have to keep, we keep coming back to those core values because we can easily drift. Our intentions evaporate. Yeah, right. that's right. And so to avoid the drift, yeah. we have to make these necessary shifts. And so with that in mind, um, that's about all we have time for in this yeah. episode. And uh, we are so thrilled and honored that you have chosen to carve out some time to be a part of this. Please, once again, share it with your friends, rate and review. Uh, Send us your questions. Send send whatever question you might have to questions at familyshift.com. We'd love to hear from you. But until next episode, have an amazing week. And once again, hey, let's all commit to stop drifting and let's commit to start living with greater intention. If you're receiving hope and encouragement from this podcast, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes and share it with your friends on social media. You can also receive the Family Shift Discussion Guide and show notes right into your inbox by signing up or downloading the Discussion Guide by going to familyshift.com backslash podcast. While you're at FamilyShift.com, be sure to sign up to be the first to receive updates on Rodney and Michelle's new book coming out this fall. Special offers and bonuses will only be available to our subscribers. Once again, thank you for joining us at the Family Shift Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage.